Uh, Tim McCormick, ESPN College Hoops Analyst. Also, you see him on Valley Sports Detroit. He joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. I know when it's March, we need to talk uh, to Timmy. How you doing, my friend? Oh, it's great to talk to you. On the first day of March, everything gets serious now, right? Yeah, you know, Michigan Michigan State both have found different ways to like resurrect seasons. It seems like through a game or a week this year where both teams look like dog meat. State looked in disarray, and they find a way to post quality wins. And then Juwan Howard a month ago, hey, he's going to be on the hot seat next year. Uh, his son was just jacking up way too many shots. And since he went out of the lineup, uh, they found a rotation. They adjusted minutes, including Williams, and they're really playing good basketball. They are. And I think the same scenario, maybe not as grave as right now, but last year there was a lot of talk going into the Big Ten tournament. Would Michigan make it? And they did. And amazingly, became only the sixth school ever to play in five straight Sweet 16. And so I'm not going to write them off. And I think that Illinois is a team that I don't fear at all. Um, they, they have been very erratic lately. They've lost three of their last five, um, including Ohio State. Um, the, the big question is that the defense did improve the last three games. And Jet can play good defense. I actually thought his best defensive game of the year was against Michigan State before he was injured. And and so he's got to come in there tomorrow and play better defense for sure. Tim McCormick joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Uh, when you look at Michigan right now, do you agree with me if they split their last two, both on the road, Illinois, Indiana, they would be 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten, probably somewhere near second and third. And I don't think it will matter what they do in the Big Ten tournament. I think they'll get into the NCAA tourney. Yeah, when they were destroyed by Penn State on the road and were 11-10, and 10, um, I said at that point, if they get to 19 wins, they will have had lots of quality wins um, against against the league competition. I thought that they would make it then. So it still looks like if they split, if they split, I think that they still better win their first game in the Big Ten because you don't want to lose to a weak opponent when everything is on the line. But I still think 19 is the number. What about Michigan State? Uh, nice win last night. Monster second half. Uh, Izzo has a team. Different guys are stepping up at different times in different games. Uh, they're going to be like Michigan. I think a team come Big Ten turning NCAA tournament time, you're going to be an opposing coach. You're going to see them on the opposite side of you in any bracket, and you're going to be concerned. Well, I, I think that Rutgers and Michigan State are the best defensive teams in the conference. Um, I don't love their offense at times. I think Hauser is a really important player. It seems like if he if he gets you 15-plus, you've got nice balance because their guards are going to score. Um, Tyson Walker has a little bit of that, too. He, you know, he can score 25-plus, but he can also have an off game, and then you just don't know who's going to get them points. Um, I like a lot of what Michigan State has done this year, but there's also been some puzzling games where I'm not sure where they're offense. Who's the best team in college basketball you've seen in person or on TV this year? I, I would I would say that Houston, because of their, their guard play and their defense, I love Sasser. I think Calvin Sampson really understands 
um, toughness and, and the value of their brand, who they are. I, I think that I think that they're the best team I've seen on TV. Um, I broadcast Baylor and Gonzaga earlier this year, and I think even though they they have not really been seen much lately, I think Gonzaga has the talent to to get to the Final Four. Tim McCormick, college hoops analyst, also Bally Sports Detroit, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So on the college side, I'll get your thoughts on the Pistons in a moment, but from Michigan to Michigan State, who is equipped to have a better Big Ten and NCAA tournament run, Spartans or the Wolverines? Michigan, and and the reason I say that, I think they're they're comparable. They're they're pretty good teams that have some significant flaws, but Michigan just has to play with hunger to get to the tournament. Michigan State has already done enough work; they're comfortable. They're going to be a decent seed, so I think Michigan. Pistons, man, uh, second worst record in the NBA. I know Cade's been out since the start of the season, close to it. Uh, the first part, uh, they they don't play any defense. I know they have incredible young talent, and they're a young team. When you look at them, what's the future like for the Pistons? I think they're going to be exceptional in four years. Uh, you know, they're so darn young. They have some star power. And I always remember what my coach, Pat Riley, said. To be a contender near the top of the NBA, you need three guys that are top five at their position throughout the league. And I think that, that with Cade, Duran, and Ivy, those three guys have, have some tremendous potential. Now, that's what they have now. What can they add? They can add a significant piece in this year's draft. They can also add a piece in free agency because they have a ton of money. Um, and so I think that their future is bright. But I also have to question, if you're playing such horrific defense right now, how do you turn that around? Do you do you just say, "Hey, we'll be good next year"? I, I think those are habits that need to be built. Actually, I'm um, in Little Caesars Arena right now. The Pistons play the Bulls tonight, and I'm watching the guys warm up. And and you know, it's just it's really hard to project how the league's going to be in four years. Are they going to be able to re-sign some of these guys as their free agent? I don't understand the lack of defense, and I don't know how if your mindset is to shoot and release and just get back and play AAU, young-style ball, how are you going to get better at playing defense? And when I look at bigs that they have now, and Duran and Wiseman, two of the best big young guys in the league, and you're starting to think, okay, Ivy, Cade in the backcourt, you you look at these pieces, they're going to get a top three, or even if they get – jobbed in the draft, let's say top five picks somewhere there, uh, but you're still going to be young. So at what point do you get those veterans in to help you? But also you're caught uh, in the catch-22 that what veteran wants to come to a young team that's going to be near the bottom of the NBA? Well, they, they made a statement by keeping Boyan Bogdanovich. You do need some, some older players. Um, you know, same thing with with, you know, Keep keeping Alec here. He, I mean, he's a really good veteran guard. And if they add somebody else next year, then you've got three pieces that are veterans. They can't keep getting younger and younger. Um, Alec Burks has been around for 11 years, so he's a good vet. He plays defense. And 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 I I know that Bogdanovich is not a defender, but he's he's a, he plays offense the right way. He's very aggressive. He can shoot the ball. 
So I, I think they have a lot of pieces. I, I believe in Troy Weaver, um, but I just I think it's hard because for three years we've been part of this rebuild, and I know the fans want to have a chance to start seeing a team that's a contender. Uh, I just I don't see how all of a sudden next year that they're good enough that they can make the playoffs. There's just you don't go from horrible to a playoff team in one year. That's why when you say four more years and they've been through the rebuild for three years, you're talking seven years. I mean, that's that's down Alavila Lane uh, with uh-huh. the Tigers, and eventually he was shown the door. Right. Well, the um, the good news is that that if if I'm wrong and it's three years, that, that that's positive. But there's just there's no way that I see them all of a sudden being good. Why? Because you're competing against teams. Like, look at the makeup of the Bucks. They've got a bunch of guys that are in their, their seventh, eighth, ninth year. They're right in the prime. They've gone through it. They're stronger physically. They're stronger emotionally. And also, on bad teams, guys want to get their numbers. They want to shoot. They want to score because that's how they get paid. And and so there, there's a problem where on defense, you're you're letting your guy get by you. And on offense, you know, you're, you're trying to score points and maybe passing up opponents. Uh, I'm sorry, passing up their teammates that may be open. So I'm not saying anybody's selfish. I'm not saying anybody's not trying on defense. It's just a product of being 21 years old and playing in the NBA and you're, you're having fun and you're living your dream. Older guys want to win more, and they do the things that it takes to win. Timmy, uh, we'll let you go, my man. Always appreciate the time, okay? All right, happy March. All right, that's uh, Tim just launched in uh, Space Shuttle... X uh, out of Cape Canaveral while we're talking to him. What was that?